in the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Previously on the Puffin Publishing Podcast. I think it's time that we fight fire with fire. We're going to build an orphan mech to fight all the nuns here at the orphanage. Mastodon! Biblically accurate mammoth! White stripes on a zebra. Black stripes on a zebra. Together we form the Orphan Megazord! Orphan Megazord! Giant mech made of wood. Yes, he is burning at the stake. I'm Christopher Nicholas Bellini, a sole survivor of the events you just ear witnessed. God bless us, everyone. Oh God! And now, Chapter Fifty Eight of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. If Chris Nick Polini has had enough, I've had the last straw breaking the camel's back one last time! I'm getting out of here! Chris Nick Polini, peace! music playing over this some kind of like maybe queens i want to break free who ha who who he he who who oh oh my asthma's kicking up again oh god I, i'm gonna stop by this creek bed well hi there i never seen another boy around here this time yeah property brothers is that no. you it's me hot fire fan oh wait you're real Absolutely! I'm Huckleberry Finn! You're real, but so is Mark Twain? Well, yeah. Uh, is it like a vintage Marvel Comics kind of situation? Where the writers were real, and they were writing down the events that were happening in the Marvel Universe? Oh, God! Oh, you didn't know? Well, I'm a runaway boy myself. But not a runaway, necessarily. I was forced out of my home. My pa got mighty sore after my sister Shania died. Uh-huh. And he started neglecting me and my brother Tom. So he left the house, and now we're out here in the woods all by ourselves. Mark- me, Huck Finn, 
And my brother Tom Sawyer, I know where he is. Mark Mark Twain is your father? Absolutely. I know him intimately. We work at the same place. Yeah, he's mayor now. He's busy. I had no idea. What are you doing out here in the middle of nowhere, boy? You're really the Baron Trump of the Twain organization. But I don't get any sweet taxpayer money for being out here in the woods. It ain't no good at all. I'm me, by myself out here, Huck Finn, the boy who never knew what a parachutist feel like. <laughs> what brings you out here all the way to the bottom of Mississippi? I've had enough of this daggum, slow down, ding dang life. I've had enough of these four walls that feel like prison walls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a go of it here in the woods. I'm gonna be my own man. I'm gonna build a lean-to! Why would you build a lean-to? It pre prevent you from seeing them stars that look down upon us. Shelter is way up there on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Just do what I do whenever I get cold. I just find an animal and cut it up and sleep inside of it. I'm what? Huck Finn. My paw got real sore at me the time I brought a squirrel to church. You're Huck Finn, your house is a bear. You don't have to live in a lean-to. You can come with me. To the island of lost boys. <laughs> if you really want to run away from home, you can hop on my raft here and I'll take you there. Where me and all the other lost boys stay. So it's this weird Lord of the Flies, William Goldman kind of situation. This like, this all boy island? They didn't know where else to go after the orphanage burnt down. So I took him in, me Huck Finn, and I took him to my private island. You're the paterfamilias of all of these lost boys? Just an island of Huck Finn's wards? These strange, loose boys? No, not at all. That ain't like that. We ain't don't have no leaders. Cause leaders didn't work for us back on the mainland. We are a community. We have a church. It's a communist organization of boys? A anarchist commie organization of boys? This one. We got everything you need, except for shoes. As I said, I never know what they'll feel like. You have organized a sub-religion, a cult of boys, and you just never found a pair of shoes? I don't reckon they're quite my style, but hey, jeans rolled up all the way up to my knees is a pretty good look for me. What do you think? Yeah, it's a nice waiter look. I, you have... Multiple beer bottles sticking out of your feet? Well, how do you think I get traction when climbing up them steep hills? So it's like cleats it when you and the boys have a pickup soccer game. That's right. With the community ball we all share. Everyone gets a turn when kicking the ball around. That's everyone gets equal balls. That's how it works. And everyone has their own goal. It's a very confusing game. We started playing when we built the island. We still are playing it right now. I'm on timeout. <laughs> Yeah, you're on time. Everyone's on defense and all this at the same time. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's like, game. how do you, you don't want to like, everyone's just goaltending. Yeah, pretty because much. Because they're afraid of getting scored on. Yeah, pretty much. But hey, as, if the mainland wasn't too good to you, you can come with me and you can be with all the boys on the island of Lost Boys. Me, three or four shitty kids, the Property Brothers. All of our young boys. Us. Scraps, the orphan. Oh, wow, he finally ran away, huh? Absolutely, he got slapped around too much. I can't say as I blame him. Paul was really sore at me that time I put a bunch of wet cement in the baptismal font at church.
It dried up mighty fast. Paul was real sore at me. And the minister, C.S. Lewis, he said, you can't go baptizing the baby Jesus in a pool of concrete. <laughs> he was right. He makes a valid point. To be fair, my paw had a lot of reason for me to get upset with me. I am kind of like that scamp in Rayleigh. And that scene was intercut with footage of your father's henchman taking out all his political opponents, settling finally all the Twain family debts? Absolutely. Except for the guy that blew up Apollonia. He got away. Well, but Apollonia in this situation is my sister Shania. Shania Twain. We call her a different name in a sketch where it's established that she's dead. No, I think you called her Shania then too. Oh, I don't know. It got red. It's a long time ago. It's all good. It's fine. So what do you say? It's a loose cannon. What do you say? You want to come and stay with me on my island of lost boys? Me? The shitty kids? Scraps? The property brothers? And Tom Sawyer? My best friend? And brother? I have many questions, but the only way I'm going to get them answered is to come with you to Pleasure Island. All right, all right. Now stop acting a donkey and hop on the raft. I got no strings to hold me down. Dad? Hey. Hey, um, Dad, it's it's me, Nate. Hey. Nate Hawthorne. I, f I finally finished my book. I mean, it's taken me, it's taken me four years of, of daily work, but I, I finally finished my book. You right? Yeah. I, hmm. it's, it's kind of my thing. I mean, I went to, I went to school for it. I, I've been doing it since I was a little kid. I used to give you those, those stories that I would write, even just like, you know, on the back of on the back of napkins and oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, I finished I finished my book. Um, it's called it's called the Scarlet Letter. I think it's I think it's got a lot of a lot of interesting stuff in it. I, 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 my heart and soul is in this book, and it would mean the world to me if you would read it. Scarlet Letter, huh? Unusual title for a book. Son, uh, this doesn't make sense. The the Scarlet Letter doesn't make sense. Yeah. Book's called Scarlet Letter, but all the words in it are in black ink. Well, it's it's the. Is there one letter in here that's scarlet? Uh, it, within the within the narrative, there is a there is a letter, a red letter A, um, and it's gonna it you'll not not in the print in the, in the in the in the fictional story inside the inside the book, like what you picture in your in your head movie. Oh, this is a screenplay? Yeah. You know how sometimes your head movies make your eyes rain? Um, that, like, what you would picture... No, it's not, it's not a screenplay. It's not... It's... It's a book, but, like, don't... don't When you read something, don't you kind of picture in your head, like, what what you're reading? If you're reading about characters, don't you, like, make, oh, yeah. make images in your head? That, that, that. There yeah. will be a scarlet letter that will appear in that, not not on the on the page. I just think it's weird that you'd call it Scarlet Letter and not have one of the letters in here, Scarlet. Um, you know, the Bible puts Christ's words in Scarlet. Is Jesus this a, is doesn't this a, talk in this book. Is this a Bible book? Um, it's got biblical elements. The the Bible, Christians, Christianity play a big, big part. It takes place in, in, in 
uh, colonial times here in here okay. in America, which is big, you know, Puritans. And you said you wrote this for school? No, no, I haven't gone to school for a little while. Um, You're going back I've though, told right? you, but uh, it kind of just wasn't for me, and like money's really tight, and I'm I'm so busy already. You know, I went to school for writing. Mm-hmm. I I and I'm and I'm writing right now. This book is going to be published. I've worked on it for a long time, and and I'm having success at the artistic career I was going to school for in the first place. So like, why why go back? You know, I don't know why you won't go back to school uh, when I was your age. I had a job. I went. I went in for one hour a week, and I was able to pay for both all my schooling and two houses. Well, the economy's gotten terrible, and school has gotten horribly expensive. Um, and the and the the wage that you would earn from a day job hasn't really adjusted to match that. Well, just go into the school and ask for a job. Ask for a job, but that won't like. Maybe they'll take that out of my tuition, but that won't cover the whole, the whole tuition, Pops. Yeah? No, I was just, I was ending my previous sentence. Oh. I thought you were offering me corn Pops. Gotta have my Pops. <laughs> so, you quit school to eat corn Pops? No, I did not quit school. <laughs> I could do that at school. I probably, too much of my diet at school was corn pops. Because I gotta have my pop. Oh, and it's called Scarlet Letter because um, the box is yellow and the logo is red. No, it's it's, it's Scarlet Letter because teachers grade papers in, in red ink and this, I got a lot of A's. This This book doesn't have anything about corn pops in it. No, it really doesn't. There's nothing in the Scarlet Letter about Corn Pop cereal. Doesn't make sense. What? It it no longer makes sense to you why the Scarlet Letter doesn't talk about Corn Pops? Well, yeah, why would you call it why would you call this book the Scarlet Letter if there's <laughs> nothing about Corn Pops in it? Your logic is irrefutable as always. I um You can keep it. Um if you ever if you ever do finish it, you could no, thank you. This will me. this will make a for a great doorstop or yeah, paperweight or I yeah. That's where that was yeah. going. Yeah. Thank you. Pretend that I that I made it with my with my hands. Pretend that I made that in like a wood shop and and like I made you a doorstop in in my my woodworking facility. Well, son, no one's gonna buy corn pops if there's wood inside of it. This sketch was brought to you by Corn Pops, the delicious breakfast cereal uh, that's sure a treat. That's right, Corn Pops. Gotta have a Pops! False Heather Grant. We have here a very, very special treat. One of the most important authors of all time whose seminal work informed the general populace of one of humanity's great tragedies. His book, Night, is not only read in schools across the world, but but put into the written word one of the most horrific events in human history. So please uh, hold all your questions for just a second as we welcome Eli Weasel, the author of Night. 
Yes, yes. Um, I, I don't, I don't do these sort of uh, press conferences often, but I, I felt it was appropriate to, to step forward and, and just take some questions from you, the media elite. So, so, uh, please, if you have any questions for me, Eli Weasel, author of Night, um, ask them now. Flame Dango into the Plaquemine County Gazette. I just want to say, uh, I read your book, harrowing. Um, it's, it's so great. It's so. Uh, important for the world that we have people that have survived such a horrible event like you to uh, to kind of tell us about it and hopefully inform the future so that things like that won't happen again. Thank you, thank you. Uh, quick question. How do you feel about, like, Idris Elba playing James Bond? Um, I, I, like, don't, I don't like any of the James Bond movies, so, like, I could, I could really give a mouse's ass about who plays James Bond. Um, I don't think James Bond has a given skin color because he's a fictional spy, um, but sure, I, I'm down for Idris Elba to play James Bond. So sounds like fun. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's let's try to keep these, these to be important questions. Another question, another question. Hi, Drew Carrymore of the... Boston Times Millennial. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a real paper. Yeah, the Boston. Yeah, Drew Carrymore of the Boston Times Millennial. Yeah. Uh, so, your work on the Holocaust has opened the eyes to hundreds of people, brought awareness to people all over the world about this tragedy. Sure. Do you think the movie Mouse would work better live action or as an animated film? Um. I, I was there on the ground um, in in one of the concentration camps. Um, there were mice there. I can testify that they probably weren't Jewish um, and that the the Nazis were flesh and blood human beings and not cats. Um, and I feel like that's a very important distinction, that it was mankind that did this unto us and not cats. Um... Like if you got Leica animation to do it, I could see it really working in that in that style. Is is that your full question? Yes, thank you. Okay. Hi, Eli Weasel. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, what what do you think about the uh, recent decision uh, to cast beloved Hollywood actress Anna Kendrick as an ancient Egyptian mummy in the most recent Mummy movie? Um. Okay, I'm starting to feel like you all don't have any good questions to ask you're just you're just trying to drum up clicks by getting literally anyone to talk about any previously existing fictional character and giving their opinion on it like like if matt damon threw off on the red carpet yeah sure i'd be down to make a ton of money playing a superhero that that's that that's suddenly news even though no one's offered him the job do i have that correct yeah but matt damon has like just a ton of really good reasons to, to play a superhero in a movie. I couldn't believe number five. Do you write for Upworthy? Yeah, how, how'd you know? Just a hunch. Okay, um, I, have, I have time for a couple more questions, I guess. Um, wait, you, go ahead. Hi, Cat Scatterblatt of MarketUp.com. None of this sounds real. <laughs> it's very real. Follow us on Twitter at It's Dat Blatt. Dot Twitter. <laughs> Reputable news source. Anyway, Iron Man being played by a black woman. Yes? Good. 
Okay. Thank you. Um, I have I have time for one more question. Just I have time for one more question. Hey, it's me, Brooklyn Joey, Saratoga Sun Times. I got a question for you. Yo, who should play Squirrel Girl? Anna Kendrick. Did someone say Anna Kendrick? <laughs> It's Taylor Clark. Thank you so much for listening to Chapter 58 of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. The Puffin Publishing Podcast features TV's Kevin Lanigan, Justin Germeroff, Joe Conroy, and Vern Tooley. I'm Chex the Chameleon. I bet hearing me again is as surprising as a circus in Kurt Vonnegut's bathroom. Justin wasn't in this episode very much, and Joe wasn't in this episode at all. We're in a weird spot in Puffin right now. We have too many sketches for two episodes, but not enough sketches for three episodes. The editor was going to cut some of these, but some of these sketches that you heard are important for the finale. That's right, we're getting close to the finale, and that's part of why these episodes are going to be so weird. The editor says that this might be the last traditional episode of Puffin you'll ever hear ever. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, that's more wild than a yard sale at Chelsea Clinton's guest bedroom. I'm sure she wrote a book. The Puffin Boys would like you to check out all their usual things, advanced community studies on Instagram, uh, Vern's YouTube. Vern put a uh, 53 minute long video about his time in the Philippines up on his YouTube called Aim High Alongapo, and he's really proud of it. I've seen it. It's as cool as a chili cook off in Bill O'Reilly's den. <laughs> that doesn't sound cool at all. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, a couple months ago, we plugged a show called OK Stupid featuring Justin and Kevin. That's finally up, so you can listen to that wherever you get podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, thank you again so much for listening to this episode. The uh, next six months of Puffin are going to be really weird. I hope you're excited and you're uh, looking forward to the ride. Make sure to give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts and Subscribe to our show. Check out our uh, Facebook, because why not, I guess? Uh, Vern still does the Instagram promos. He doesn't know what he's going to do for this month, but it should be interesting. As interesting as a confirmation mass at J.K. Rowling's Breezeway. And make sure to tune in next month for an exciting, albeit very weird, episode of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. I'm Chexa Chameleon, and it's Taylor Clark. I got it. Not just the Holocaust, but...
the Holocaust Holocaust. I feel like you should get closer to the microphone if you're going to talk. Not just... We are in week 20. <laughs> Not just the Holocaust, but the Holocaust Holocaust. Hi, Cat Scatterblat. Uh... Foot distance. Foot distance. <laughs> Hawaiian distance. Spitting distance. Like. I'm Week not 20. <laughs> Just talk. 